Yo, what's poppin'? It's your boy Moody Star, and I'm back again with another edition of the Moody Star Podcast Show. So, I'm gonna give my quick thoughts on this Eastern Conference Finals, bro. The Miami Heat against the Boston Celtics. The rivalry has been reunited. So, first of all, shout out to all the the, the four teams that have made it to the Final Four. In the West, you got um, the Dallas Mavericks against the Golden State Warriors. And now I already told you guys about the Golden State Warriors. They scared the fuck out of me. Um, They're the favorite to win it all right now. But let's get to this Celtics Heat matchup. Now, first of all, of course, everybody is choosing the Boston Celtics to win this series. And honestly, I can see why people would say that. You got Jason Tatum, you got Jalen Brown, you got a defensive player of the year, and Marcus Smart. You got a bunch of role players as well. You know, you have a solid bench. It's a and I don't know. I don't know if they're like considered a deep team. It just really depends on the matchups. But you know, they're they're you know they're well rounded. They they have good talent. From what I've been witnessing from the Boston Celtics, from my perspective, they're a great team. Of course, they're a great team. But at the same time, they're inconsistent. They're inconsistent when it, be, when it comes to them being the elite team. All through the season, you know, they had a slow start. You feel me? But then basically the second half of the season, they were like the best team in the NBA statistically. But I've watched this team. And I'm going to talk about Miami for a second because, of course, you know, Miami is my team. But um, I've witnessed them. I've witnessed Jalen Brown and I witnessed Jason Tatum come up small in clutch moments. And then they do, and, and sometimes they do things that, like, it reminds it's, it's kind of reminding me of their like rookie season. It's like my perspective of Jason Tatum. Is he a great player? Of course he is. But by my standards, he should be a superstar right now. He should be on like the Anthony Davis type of level. Minus the injuries, of course, because, you know, Anthony Davis can't stay healthy for shit. But when he's healthy, you know, he's a he's a beast. But with Jason Tatum, bro, I have to see, what, like, if he's just going to be consistent, bro. You feel me? As far as, like, him just... he ha- I don't know what it is, bro. I-, I don't know if I could... I can't really figure it out. You know what I'm saying? But I don't really believe in him yet. This is going to be a good test. Now, when you talk about this series, you talk about the Heat and the Celtics. It's going to be an ugly series. You feel me? Two great defensive teams. You know what I'm saying? Uh, evenly matched uh, with the Miami Heat. The two... All right, so put it like this. The two main similarities that these two teams have on defense, they switch everything. But with the Miami Heat, they switch everything, but they also throw in a little zone when they when when they're playing defense. An extended, extended zone at that. And it's not just a zone where... You know, motherfuckers is just standing around like, nah, it's their discipline. When you talk about the heat culture, 
and you talk about their practices. P.J. Tucker, he just said recently, <laughs> um, a reporter asked, "Are you? do you think there's an advantage because Boston, um, they just came off a seven-game series and you guys had rest? P.J. Tucker said, I don't know if you know if you're familiar with the Miami Heat or not, but uh, our practices sometimes are harder than actual games, which I can believe. You get what I'm saying? So with that being said, you got Jimmy Butler, you got P.J. Tucker, you got Batman Adebayo, you got Tyler Hero, you got Max Struess, you got all these solid players, bro. Any one of these players could drop 30. Well, not P.J. Tucker. He could probably get you a solid double-double, but here's the thing. Here's the thing about P.J. Tucker. He will get you those offensive rebounds that will literally demoralize a team. You can lose a game off of offensive rebounds. And I've seen him get plenty of putbacks and get plenty of big-time rebounds. And here's the thing. Also, when you talk about coaching, I don't know too much about the Boston coach, but I know he's done a good job. You feel me? Um, If I'm not mistaken, he used to work with the San Antonio Spurs. Y'all boys can y'all boys can correct me, but I don't th- I don't think so. I know he pretty much has like a really good presence when it comes to coaching the Boston Celtics. That's what that's why they're so good right now. But as far as the Miami Heat, and you talk about Eric Spolstra, this man has been coaching. Um, how, I forgot actually when he started. I think let's just say he's been coaching since. Let's talk about the LeBron era, right? When he had that team, everybody said, oh, the Miami Heat was going to win easily. They're going to win championships because they have all-stars. But with Eric Spolstra, if you paid attention to the, like, if you're a real Heat lifer and you paid attention to how the games were played and, like, different plays that were called purposely, bro, this man is a mastermind. He's like a mini Pat Riley. You know what I'm saying? So he's a solid coach and he's been playing and he's been in plenty of like playoff situations, NBA final situations, even when in 06, when the Heat won in 06, I believe he was still a, I want to say he was, he was an assistant coach. Like right now, the, the years are kind of merging together. I apologize. I should know this, but basically what I'm saying, just from the background, we not, I'm not even talking about like the actual game tonight because, you know, game one is tonight. And I'm going to give you my prediction about game uh, for game one in a second. But just from the background, the recent background, the recent success of the Miami Heat, we've always been a solid team. Just in 2020, we went to the NBA Finals. Now, a lot of people could say that's a fluke because of the bubble. And we did beat the Boston Celtics. I believe it was in the second round in six games that year in 2020 but fast forward to right now everybody is saying that boston has the better talent and is the better team and they should win in maybe five or six games but i don't know about that game one i think the miami the miami heat are gonna blow blow out the Celtics. it's not even gonna be a close game it's not going to be a close game. I don't think Boston is going to be ready for game one. I, I feel like 
them going to a seventh game in their last series kind of, I think it'll take a toll on them. I feel like they should have, in my opinion, they should have like beat um, the Milwaukee Bucks in five games, five, maybe six. Boston was the better team. The Bucks didn't have um, Chris Middleton. Of course, you had Giannis, but when you really think about how you defend Giannis, Giannis is not like a threat from the three-point line. At the end of the day, he's going to get to the basket regardless. So it's going to be pretty much predictable. But with the Miami Heat, anybody can go off. Bam could go off. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler has been playing out of his fucking mind. Okay? <laughs> he's literally been the best player in the playoffs thus far. So... I'm looking forward to a, a great series. In my opinion, I think the Miami Heat are going to win in five. I think it's going to be a gentleman's sweep. Um, and if not, of course, it'll, if it doesn't, if Miami doesn't win in five, they're going to win in seven. And if they don't win in seven, they're going to lose in five. Either way, someone's going to win in five. Or some, or someone's gonna win in seven. But I'm leaning towards the Miami Heat. I mean, of course, I'm a Heat fan, but everybody is literally saying that the Celtics are gonna win. So I want to go for the underdog anyway. And I look at the Miami Heat; they are a more disciplined team. They're more uh, like, uh, it's not a coincidence that they're the num. That excuse me, that they that they are the number one seed in the playoffs for the uh in, in the Eastern Conference. It's not a coincidence. One player that I didn't even mention was Victor Oladipo. That's a wild card. See y'all sleep on the Miami Heat, bro. That is the most disrespectful not not disrespectful. That is the most disrespected number one seed I have seen in my entire life since watching basketball. Yeah man that's just my take on the uh, NBA playoffs. You feel me? I'm going to come with like some more episodes. I probably like drop little 10 minute clips like this because, you know, like podcast form. Usually podcasts go for like, you know, like 30 minutes at least and shit to at least an hour, two hours. But, you know, I'm going I'm to drop a little. I'm going to just drop little episodes here and there. You feel me? Or I say little segments. I don't even call it episodes. I call them segments. And we just go from there. But, you know, other than that, it's been your boy, Moody Star. Definitely look out for the next episode. I'm going to drop an episode talking about, or I'm going to drop a segment talking about the Kendrick Lamar album, bro. And there's two songs that I can literally listen to all day long from that album. Other than that, I'm going to definitely see you guys. Oh, shout out to the um, MGT crew. You feel me? Uh... If you don't know about my YouTube channel, definitely check it out. Moody Star, you feel me? I talk about my spiritual walk here in this beautiful, fucked up, sideways-ass matrix. Um, But yeah, I'll see you guys next time on the next edition of the Moody Star Podcast Show. Peace.